What's up everybody? Yes, I did get a haircut, but more importantly, today I'm gonna to share some cool stuff with you. I've been doing these videos probably about once a month or so where I pick some things that are inspiring or interesting to me and share them with you guys. And in the past, I've done largely other YouTube channels. And I'm gonna vary that up a little bit today, but I actually want to start with a YouTube channel and I want to talk about my friend, Sarah Dietschy. She says it rhymes with peachy, but more importantly, Sarah is a very talented photographer and filmmaker who lives in Nashville, Tennessee. I came across her work probably about a month or so ago. She had done a video. Uh, she actually lived in Dallas before moving to Nashville and she had a video of downtown Dallas that was done from various rooftops and it was really good and one of the scenes in there I recognized as being the rooftop to this building so I was checking out some of her other stuff and she does quite a wide range of things in her channel she does a lot of photography tutorials a lot of post-production stuff but one of the things I found the most interesting is her latest project that she's been working on called creative spaces TV and the idea behind this is Sarah's not in these videos but they're each a five to ten minute vignette or narrative about somebody who does creative work and they're filmed in that individual space but they talk about their process their work and these videos are very inspiring she's done three of them up to now and she picked an audio engineer she did another one on a gentleman who's a writer slash filmmaker renaissance man and there's a photographer named Sebastian Smith in there as well who is a former policeman turned photographer and I'll let you go watch the video so you can hear the story on there the interesting thing about Sarah is that she's in her early 20s and for somebody that is that young to have such a wonderful sense of storytelling, a sense of narrative, color, composition, and even editing. Um, it's really quite amazing, and I think that we're going to see some really amazing things out of Sarah in the next couple years. Anyway, I will link up to her channel in the show notes or however you happen to be watching this video, and please go subscribe to her YouTube channel and make sure that you check out Creative Spaces TV. I think you're really going to like it. My second recommendation to you guys today is this book on Lewis Farr. Now, if you're into street photography and you're not familiar with Lewis, you are in for a real treat. Lewis was part of a school of photographers who at the time in New York City were relatively obscure and they were interestingly enough kind of all native New Yorkers came from Jewish backgrounds mostly from Brooklyn um, some of them be have become more known in recent years but at the time you had Richard Avedon who was shooting most of the fashion work that was being done at that time he was really the big name in that but there was a secondary school of photographers who did a lot of freelance work for publications who weren't as well known and also did an enormous amount of personal work uh, mainly because I think they had that bond being native New Yorkers of being able to capture that essence very naturally and this includes people People like Sid Grossman, uh, Saul Leiter, Harold Feinstein, Louis Farrer, and probably to a lesser extent Robert Frank, though he and Louis were very good friends. Uh, Louis is a very interesting photographer and started out experimenting a lot with 16mm film. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, did some fashion publication work and did an enormous amount of personal work. And this book centers around a lot of that personal work. Uh, much like Saul Leiter, he was originally from Pennsylvania and he grew up in Philadelphia. Um, so a lot of the work that you see spans Philadelphia. You see New York City. He lived in Paris for a short amount of time. Um, you see a lot of really interesting things going on in this work. Um, this is a detailed Staten Island Ferry from 1946, but we see the double exposures, um, the use of shadow and silhouette, and you know there is an abstraction that's brought in from time to time. So there are elements of various things in here. Um, I think compositionally there is a nod to Paul Strand in some of his work, uh, which would make a lot of sense as well. Um, this is also an era where 
a lot of these photographers were um, involved with the early efforts of MoMA in New York when Edward Steichen was the curator there. And you know, in terms of shows and acquisitions, Family of Man was was one of the big things, and Farr was in on a lot of those things. Though certainly he wasn't a well-known person. And recently, this book has actually come out, but uh, he did show at a lot of the same galleries as the other photographers that I mentioned. I love this image too. This is actually done in Philadelphia, and this is an homage to Moyerbridge, who obviously the um, great photographer who in the early days was experimenting with multiple exposures over time uh, to do early film work. And what we see here is these reflections of people that repeat in this mirror structure here, which is really great. Um, you know, the other side of his style is like, I love this boy with the trombones, amazing picture. Um, you're going to see a lot of stuff that was taken in Times Square that represents really a lot of the aesthetic that we think of with mid-century photography and really wonderfully done compositions, um, capturing elements of humanity, um, things that went on in the street at that time. These are some of my favorite images too. Um, these are actually done with, uh, they're in New York, but uh, Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus, uh, kind of these behind the scenes shots of this clown and the tiger or this guy cleaning the elephants. Uh, just really wonderfully playful shots that really draw you in. Some amazing stuff. There's a great forward in this book as well that has, speaking of behind the scenes, um, let's see if I can find it here. There is a really cool picture in here of, it was a test print, here it is, of the two twins that are on the cover of the book. And the test print, let's see if I can get this close so you can see it, has all of Lewis's notes for the printer about cropping and bringing things out, making it lighter or darker, and then you see it with the final. And anyway, really, really cool stuff. Uh, Lewis was involved in an accident. He was either getting on or getting off a bus and was struck by a car in 1984 and really did not photograph much after that. And so he's kind of gone down in history as kind of a quieter name. Then again, Saul Leiter did that as well, but then Saul, before he died, they had the film that came out. And so he, he has had a resurgence in popularity in more recent years. And it would be neat to see that happen with Farr's work too, because I think he's absolutely outstanding. Anyway, this is not an extremely expensive book. It's easy to find. I'll put a link in the show notes, but, uh, but go check out Lewis Farr. The last thing that I want to recommend to you guys is actually a series that is coming out weekly. It's kind of like sort of a podcast thing, but it's on lynda.com. Now lynda.com, if you're familiar with them, they are a wonderful uh, resource library of training tutorials and videos covering really everything from photography to design to coding to you name it. One of the things that they're doing recently that I think is really cool is they have this series that they're doing on DIY photography. Now here's the thing about DIY. If you're, most photographers, we don't have a lot of money to go throw stuff together all the time. And so a lot of times you can make stuff yourself. Now here's the cool thing about that is I think that even if you do have the money to throw at something sometimes, you're not really sure what you need if you don't know what you're doing or how to use what it is you're going for. And so that's one of the cool things about do-it-yourself stuff is that you can actually really learn things inside out as you're moving forward. And lynda.com have a series right now called the DIY Photographer, which is really pretty cool. And they release these once a week and you can see the titles in here the DIY photographer series introduction but then you get into macro techniques with a potato chip can how to use a chain as a stabilizer uh, making a flash diffuser out of a plastic cup and it goes on and on and they're releasing these one a week and this is actually a really well done series and if you're a do-it-yourself kind of person you'll love this um, if you are just you know you need to be able to do something and can't afford to purchase the equipment to get it done it's very useful as well now lynda.com is a paid service but I have a way that 
that you can actually watch this entire series for free if you'd like. Uh, if you go to a link, and I'm going to give you the URL, uh, if you go to lynda.com slash AOP, that is lynda with a Y, lynda.com slash AOP, that will get you 10 days of free unlimited access to the entire website. So you can actually go check out anything on the site, but you can definitely go in and watch the entire DIY photographer courses. Um, really pretty cool stuff. And lynda.com have been a sponsor of the show for years, and they allow us to do these. And I am enormously grateful for Linda to Linda for their support for this show. So once again, that's lindawithaycom slash AOP. And uh, go check out the DIY photographer. Anyway, that's about it for the recommendations today. Um, I'm doing these once a month, and I want to hear from you guys and let me know what you all think. Um, I've kind of done just YouTube channels in the past, but I don't know what you guys want to see and what you're interested in me sharing. We can do a camera equipment. I can do more book reviews. We can talk about YouTubers, whatever it is you guys want to do. Um, once again, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like it and share it with your friends. And as always, remember to subscribe to The Art of Photography so that you'll always be up to date with all the latest and greatest videos that we do here. Once again, guys, I'll see you all in the next video. Later.